welcome back to another episode of Behind the Rainbow. First of all, thank you for everyone who has subscribed to my podcast, who have listened to the past episodes. If you haven't, go back and listen to all of them and subscribe. You can find Behind the Rainbow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure you leave some ratings and reviews. Let me do my little plug before we get into this episode. So I'm really excited about this episode because this is a question that I've been wondering and asking myself for years. If everything happens for a purpose and a reason, then why are there some horrible and tragic and unfortunate things that you just can't seem to understand why they happen, but they do? On today's episode, I have a beautiful person, both inside and out. Her name is Samira. I've known her since my days at UCLA. She is a marriage and family therapist and someone that exudes happiness. She is someone that promotes positivity and learning to be happy, and she has a self-love challenge that she starting in November that we'll get all into but a reason that I wanted to have her on this episode is because throughout all the time that I've known her and even now she's someone that has constantly been someone who is promoting positivity and love which is really great and I'm all about the vibes but with her it's extra inspirational to me because her mother passed away in a very tragic car accident that we'll get into in this episode and she helps me understand and answer the question how do you learn to be positive when something so unfortunate happens to your life so this is a really special episode get some tissues out because you might want to cry but hopefully in a great way because I think her mom and Samira will inspire us all. So here's our interview. I hope you enjoy. All right. I'm so excited for this episode of Behind the Rainbow, which I say every time, but I think I'm just excited about all of them. I'm here with my girl, Samira Saru. Hey. We are currently sitting in this showroom at the Pacific Design Center. Shout out to Summit for letting us crash because I wanted somewhere quiet, but aesthetically cool. I used to work at the Pacific Design Center. I'm like flashbacks to all of my life here. I'm here actually with a celebrity of UCLA. What? Like, yeah, girl. What you are were you talking the, about? You were the model on all the catalogs oh God, for the I UCLA store. That. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, my face was in the student lounge. <laughs> like, it was really weird. It was so cool, dude. You know, they actually let us keep those posters. So, so what'd you do with it? It's in storage. Oh, okay. As long as you have it still, you can never I have never a picture look. of myself next to it. That is so funny. Know, it's hilarious. Let me do my little monologue about okay. you because I do monologues. How I know Samira is through UCLA. And you know, there are just those people in your life that you just see their face, you see their name, and you just get happy. Your energy is just so contagious because you're such a light you i can say the same about you i do feel the same you've always been so bubbly and energetic when i was coming up with this podcast you were already in my mind 100 i want to reach out to samira for I this love that. through a social media world which i do a lot of episodes about hating on it but one thing i do love about it is that since ucla we haven't really seen each other but we've been connected to each other through social media exactly just seeing what you've been up to and you've been seeing what i've been up to so it feels like even though i haven't seen you forever i'm like oh i've seen this girl time has not gone by i feel like we've both gone full circle to be at this moment today i feel like we've been both on this journey of just about loving yourself being happy and Mm -hmm. how to find positivity and things and when i found out that you were doing the whole change with your image and with instagram and going from fashion lane to lane i just felt so happy i'm like oh yeah get a girl i'm so excited for you because you you are such an incredible person and the world should see that and i know they have but this is more of a just amazing part of yourself that i'm glad that you're sharing with everybody oh thank you okay so for people who don't know you give us a little bit of details about how you got into your field what you do and what inspired all of that great question i'm a licensed marriage and family therapist when we were at ucla when we were studying sociology together yeah you guys we did sociology yeah we had the same major we studied primates in one class (laughs) it was so fun 
again. When we were taking Soch, we learned a lot about people and society and how people are affected by other people. One of the thoughts I had during my finals was that why do people have to be influenced by other people so much in terms of their self-esteem, in terms of their confidence? So I was just like, okay, I'm going to just figure it out. And I'm like, okay, like I want to help inspire people be more confident. I want to write things about daily situations people go through and have them feel better about themselves. I started my blog, so that's where it started. So you're an OG blogger. I started after, so I'm just <laughs> following you pretty much. You're ahead of the times figuring out what people's validation mm -hmm. were from outside. Because yeah. even in college, social media wasn't no, what it is now. it didn't exist. Did we didn't even have iPhones. When I was doing my change to Elaine Haya, I took a week off of Instagram and that's when we actually connected and you said, I saw you did that. I'm about to go do that. I'm like, may the force be with you. Enjoy life. How was that for you? Why did you want to do that? And what did you see from that? Best week of my life. It was amazing. Why did I do it? So I saw you doing it. And I don't know if this is true, but from what I know, there's this algorithm with Instagram where the more you engage, the more followers you get and the more likes you get, the more likely your stuff appears on Explore. And that's why I was hesitant to do it because I'm like, okay, well, if I'm not engaging, how are people going to see my new post? And then I saw you do it and I'm like, okay, if she can do it, because you have a massive following and like a really big message, then I for sure can take a day <laughs> off. So that inspired me to do it. And I also felt really disconnected to my creativity and things that I like. I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of Instagram. I felt like I was seeing the same exact thing over and over the same photos, the same outfits, the same quotes. And I didn't feel like I could give. The whole point of me starting my Instagram in the first place was to help other people and to make them feel positive. And I wasn't doing that. So that's another reason why I took that amazing week off. Didn't oh you my feel gosh. like you had so much more time? I felt like I could rule the world. It was wonderful. So I stopped on a Wednesday and uh -huh. that Friday I was going to a wedding in Northern California and it was a camping theme wedding. So there's no water, yeah. no electricity, no cell phone this service. This sounds not like a celebration, but torture. It was actually <laughs> really nice. I was forced to not have my phone and I connected with nature and I was able to create a lot more stuff, be more authentic to what I wanted to give to other people your instagram soro wellness yes which i will tag in the show notes that you guys can Yay. follow as i hate on all the instagram accounts that <laughs> pop on my feed yours actually is a representation of you of being this light and breath of fresh air and joy that is what your instagram page Thank is you. for me it's like that mental like checking yourself of how to be happier like, what inspired you to create this and what inspired the videos you make you guys have to check out her videos they're super cute and fun so the blog started first and then soro wellness added the instagram to mm -hmm. it and then the videos i've always been into media i was gonna say didn't you host i don't know if this is embarrassing or a good no. thing i used to host for a persian satellite tv channel that's freaking dope yeah. dude <laughs> what do you awesome. mean balls so i wanted to create something where i can combine psychology with confidence with media and being creative and mm -hmm. that's where the videos came and then you were telling me this is no one knows this yet or maybe some but i'm gonna <laughs> reveal it here exclusively i know i left it for you to reveal i'm so excited <laughs> i want to be exclusive yes. with samira <laughs> 30-day self-love challenge is yes. something you're starting. Please tell us all about this. What is it? What inspired it? I'm so excited and I'm so excited to give you the exclusive <laughs> for you. it. Yes. So it's a 30-day self-love challenge. It's attached to the blog, attached to the Instagram, attached to the video, talking about it. I wanted to create this ebook, a self-love challenge, and it has different fun things to do every day to make yourself feel better. I made it when I was on my 
one week hiatus from Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's when I was able to tap into what I thought was fun, what I thought was helping other people be confident and not going and looking at what other people are doing. Can you give us some examples of the self-love challenge? Unfollowing people on Instagram or any social media that is not benefiting you. That's my favorite, actually. There's another one about paying it forward, Mm -hmm. getting someone's coffee when you're in line for the person behind you or holding the door. Smiling for one minute is another one. Have you heard about that? No. Yeah. So in psychology, if you hold and force a smile for 30 seconds or more, I did Mm -hmm. one minute just in case, you actually become happier because it forces the muscles in your face to smile. Wow. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. You should try it. Yeah. I'm really excited. It starts in November. November is also my mom's birthday month. Oh my gosh. Which we're going to get into in a second. I'm really excited. It just aligned. Aligned. There are a lot of reasons why I want to do this podcast episode with you. One being to me, you are just such an inspiration. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) It's happening. It's it's (laughs) happening. Okay, good. Actually, I made this goal to make someone cry on each episode (laughs) and I've so far done that. So let's make this happen. You're just such an inspiration to me because I've known you for a thousand years at this point Mm -hmm. and you have still been that light and joy from what I've seen and what I know and sitting with you right now through that consecutive years. And I say that because for those of you don't know about Samir, which I'll let you get into it because I'm not going to do this justice, but your mom passed away and it was in a very tragic and unfortunate way. I know she was one of your best friends and we would see that through social media all the time in your photos. So in my Monday motivation post, I always say things happen for you. Things happen for a reason. There's a learning. Honestly, when I write that, I think of people like you and I feel like a phony saying that because there are some explanations. I'm going to cry right now. I just, I can't understand. So when I write and say stuff like that, I feel like I'm not being super authentic because I can't explain that for people like you who have had to go through things that I don't understand. I asked you before if I could bring up your mom in this episode. It's a very hard subject for someone from the outside to know how to deal with Mm -hmm. that. Do you want people to acknowledge it? Do you not? Is there a way to acknowledge it? Great question. Yes. But I feel like that answer would be different for everybody. For me, the grief process, talking about it has really helped. You're going to make me cry, but in a good way. Talking about it is helpful for me. It just feels therapeutic. Like I'm able to talk about it and talk about the good times, talk about regrets, talk about things I wish I could have done differently, things I had plans with her for, like going on a Euro trip. She wanted me to go to a Pink Floyd concert with her. She was so cool. (laughs) She's way cooler than I am. I wrote an article about it a few years ago. I think it was called Words of Wisdom I Would Tell My 23-Year-Old Self Who Just Lost Her Mom. And it was like this letter to my past self. It just went viral, like all the friends we know and all the people Mm -hmm. I know. And it was so shocking because I literally wrote it for myself. I like talking about it because it has helped me get through it. And then just for people who don't know, can you just briefly explain what happened to your mom? Yeah, she got into a car accident. Like it was really random. So me and my mom, we were living together the entire time and she loved to dance. She was on her way to her dance class on Saturday morning. She was walking. You know where Santa Monica Boulevard is? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they have side streets Mm -hmm. where it's a one way street and there's parking on both sides. Mm -hmm. So she was getting out of her car, but she was getting her bag out and then somebody came in. Oh my God. Yeah. 
you know in classes and stuff you have an emergency contact she didn't fill it out like most of us don't yeah they were going through her facebook or through her phone or something and they facebook messaged me and then i get a phone call and then the cops show up but then the cops are like disoriented they didn't even say what happened so what did they facebook message you and say the facebook message said something like come here there was an accident just come call this number it was like a number for like a social worker or something and i'm like that's weird i got the facebook message after the cops came to the house and the cops who came to the house it was really weird they're like oh did you file a report for something i'm like what no they just left it was bizarre i called the number on the facebook someone's like i'm gonna come pick you up i'm like okay just i don't know who you are it was some random stranger from the dance studio and i remember going in the elevator to go downstairs and someone i've I've never even seen this guy he's my neighbor he was older he was like 70 75 80 years old i lost it like i was bawling in the elevator because i had zero information about it i was alone when i found out my brother and my dad were out of the country so i had to deal with the whole thing at least that first couple of hours 24 hours by myself and he just looks at me and he just hugs me in the elevator i'll never forget that i go downstairs and then i leave and then i get there i lost my mind and then i had to deal with all the other stuff like telling everybody that was hard navigating it myself being in the room with her so how did you deal with going through that time is what i want to understand your mind state how were you able to become this like happy positive person because i feel like a lot of people would just be like f the world f life i hate everything there's no reason to be positive yeah i could answer that question for hours me and my brother we call our mom tupac (laughs) there's a reason for that because my mom was always into positive affirmations and confidence i think that's where i got it from talk to yourself with with good words and good attitude and see the good in things the reason we call her tupac is because she would write down little positive affirmations on note cards Mm -hmm. and she would tape them to her bathroom mirror you know before it happened you don't really think about that kind of stuff oh i love myself okay cool whatever and there's another one that's like i'm at the right place at the right time yeah cool story bro but then after it has such a different meaning afterward we had to go back to the house and i went into the bathroom and me and my brother were reading what she wrote it was just mind-blowing things like things happen to me effortlessly or my kids will be fine without me like things like that where you don't really see anybody talking about it even when they're here on this earth or not but it was so crazy to see all that post what happened and it just helped us a lot it helped us grieve a little bit it helped us see where her mind was at and it's crazy i remember this is a true story a few days before i looked at her and i said mom are you afraid to die and she was like no absolutely not whatever god wants whatever is gonna happen and i remember saying to her you're nuts like i'm so scared i'm gonna crap my pants like if something happens to me i was so scared but then she's like why when it's your time it's your time and it was like little things like that that happened before she was a very spiritual person so i think that helped me get through it especially in our community and in our culture our elders like parents and like grandparents they grieve with things very differently from the way our generation does they're very much like why wasn't it me and they like hit themselves on the head yeah that's like a thing that's their way of grieving that's fine but i feel like our generation is a little bit more different for how we handle things it's been a journey it's been an experience it's been horrific but it's one step at a time and do you feel like is there anything you've learned or been able to do with it 
like I learned to be stronger. I grew up really fast through it. When she passed away, my whole life came. It fell apart. Everything fell apart. Friends, family, everything fell apart. But then the silver linings, if you really look at it, from that point of view, you can see good things happening, like different people in the family getting closer or finding new friends that literally have become my sisters and my family also. A lot of people ask me, how have you been since your mom's gone? And I'm like, I don't see her as being gone. Yeah, like she's gone physically. That part is really horrible. Like if I want to text her or if something awesome happens or if something bad happens, I want to talk to her. But I feel like it's more of a shift in the relationship instead of a loss. So that's how I like to see it. Something that I think with you is that you've been able to use that and use who your mom is to do all these amazing things that you're yeah. doing to encourage people to be positive and happy and especially when like you hear it from someone coming like you if this girl can tell people to be happy and find the positive things in life I really need to I feel like your mom her being that way I really truly believe was meant for you to be that way and to be that for people this I is see. where the crying starts it's starting I thought it was <laughs> going is, I'm continuing. continuing so really you are an inspiration Thank you for me. being so amazing. It takes a certain kind of person to also see that because a lot of people don't see that. And hearing it, it's such a surreal experience because, you know, when you're in it, you don't think about that. You just survive. You yeah. just get through it. But hearing that, thank you. You're welcome. I mean yeah, it. it. I truly mean it. So I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you for driving all the way from Orange County to of do this course. episode with me. My pleasure. So everyone, again, in the show notes, I'll put your website. I'll put your Instagram. Now I just started my own private practice. Congratulations. Yes. You're taking over the world, girl. <laughs> everyone, you have to do the 30-day self-love yes. challenge. If any reason for Samira's mom. Yes. When's her birthday? November 11th. Oh, okay. So it's I right in the know. middle. So people will be halfway through the mark yes. already. And, and the hashtag is Sorrow Self Love Challenge. Please. You guys can message me and let me know how it goes. Yeah. Thank so my outro that I always do is until yes. next time. So now I'm going to make it a ritual for my guests to do it for me. Oh, I love so that. So I'm always like, until next time. Ooh, is there like a. a yeah, then I'll do like a little song at the end okay. that will go after. Do, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Until next time. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,